Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think different theory, baby. That's what we do. What do you do if you're broke, right? Like if you've got no money, you're poor, you're broke, right? And you're just like struggling. You're like, man, I am, I'm tired of being broke. I want to go out and make some money. I want to go out and be successful. I don't know what the next steps are. What do you do, right? What are the steps that are necessary to go out and do that? And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and that is the topic of today's episode is what do you do if you're broke to get out of being broke, to not be being broke? And uh, there's there's a three-step process that we're going to cover today, but I want, I want you to understand, like, I know what that feels like. I know that it sucks, right? I've been in that situation and that's part of the reason I'm doing this because I remember, right? Like I remember working a job that paid me very, very little. I remember barely, barely making it by. I remember having hardly anything in savings. I remember having my car break down, costing thousands of dollars that I wasn't expecting and not knowing what the heck I'm going to do. I remember having unexpected expenses coming up, feel like there was never, ever, ever, ever enough money, right? Feeling like it was just, it was barely there, right? Like, and, and, and the second you would get ahead, right? The second you'd feel like, man, I'm going to get a big paycheck this week, right? Maybe you worked a little bit of extra, right? Or, hey, I sold something, so I'm going to be able to put a little bit of money in savings, right? It's just like, oh, a couple weeks go by or a day goes by or whatever, and boom, it's the next thing. There's the next emergency, right? And rent is due and health insurance is due and car payment is due and insurance is due and it just sucks, right? It really, really sucks. And when you get into that mode and when you're in that spot, it can be very, very discouraging. It can be very, very, very disheartening. And it is a really, really sucky situation. And I've been there, right? And I was the guy that... I had those problems. I mean, for a while, I drove a, a car with duct tape windows, right? I, I literally had to duct tape the driver's side window shut uh, because I couldn't afford to, to, to pay for the, I don't know, it was like a $100 piece, $150 piece, right, to, to go. I couldn't afford it, right? I, I, I couldn't afford to do it. I remember uh, on one of my other cars, um, different time, right, because I had to swap <laughs> swap out cars because I needed money. I sold the other one and traded it in and uh it, the the front, I forget what it was. It wasn't the brake pads, but it was like, I don't know, something on the front and it was gonna be like five or $600. And I remember like, I remember getting that, like it, it breaking, it was making this horrible, horrible sound, right? And I drive it in and I drop it off there. And I don't know, I had someone come, somebody come pick me up to, to go to work. I took an Uber or something, I don't remember, right? And I remember coming back and uh, getting the bill and it was like $564 or something like that, right? And I remember looking at that and I'm just like, what am I gonna do? right? Like I don't, I don't have this money, right? And so if you're in that scenario right now, if you're in the scenario where you're broke, if you're in the scenario where you're, you know, like you don't have enough money and you're trying to make this whole success thing work, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you have a job. This episode is for you because I want you to know, and I'm, and I'm going to lay out three things, the three things that you need to do to not be broke anymore. Right. And I, I know this because I've been there. Right, I know this because I've been in that situation where I lay on my bed on a Saturday morning and I stare at the ceiling and I go, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this work? And I'm looking at $54 in my bank account or $58 in my bank account or whatever it is, right? With rent coming due, right? And I've been the guy that's had to you know, work weekends and, and drive Uber and flip stuff on Craigslist. Like, I've had to do that and it sucks. And I was able to go without taking money from the government, without getting a loan, without getting, you know, racking up credit card debt, Without asking my parents for money, without asking anybody for money, I was able to go and turn my life around, all right? I was. 
And it sucked, right? It was a process, but I went through that journey and I did these three things, right? The three things that I'm gonna lay out here. And my purpose of this is to, to, to create this episode so that when, whenever I hear someone that is struggling, whenever I'm like, oh, you know, man, like I wanna, I wanna help them. They're like, hey, I'm poor, I'm broke, whatever it is, to help you because I've been there. And by the way, I wanna be super clear. There's no shame in being broke, right? I've been there, we've all been there, right? That's just, you know, being poor is a state of mind, right? But being broke, it happens, right? You can fall apart hard times. You can get unexpected medical bills, right? You can have things come up that you weren't planning on. And at some point in your life, you can find yourself broke and there's no shame in that. Staying broke, there is. If, well, if it is that you wanna change, you know, if you're trying to change, right? Staying broke sucks, right? And if you're gonna complain your entire life, if you're gonna complain that you're poor your whole entire life, complain that you're broke, then you deserve it, right? I believe that, right? Why? Because, because I believe that anybody has the ability to go out and, and go out and create wealth, go out and get ahead in life financially, if they follow, by the way, these three things, right? The, these are you know, the, the three core principles that I followed, and I'm gonna get tactical, right? But I, I'm doing this to say, hey, listen, if you're in that situation right now, don't, like, don't beat yourself up. We're all there, right? We all, it all happens. And so uh, give yourself some grace, give yourself some mercy. Let's dive into these three things. And these are the things that really turn my life around. Once, you know, once I applied these three things, this is when my financial situation started to turn around right? It did. And it sucked for a while. And I'm not going to say it was easy, right? It took some time. It took a couple years, right? But you know what? Fast forward your life two years, that two years is going to come regardless. You're going to wake up in two years regardless, right? And you can either be in the same situation you're at right now or worse, or you can do something now to change your life. All right. So what are these three things and the, 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 you know, the, the, the process of going through this guys, the first thing that I had to do and I didn't even realize that I had done this at the time. And I remember, I remember listening to a clip by Grant Cardone. If you don't know who Grant Cardone is, he's a very, 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 very wealthy individual now, but he started from nothing. He was dead, completely dead broke at 25 years old. He had lost his dad. He was you know, a drug addict, right? I mean, super, super messed up life, completely broke, right? I don't know, he had like a thousand bucks to his name or something like that. Now he manages billions of dollars in real estate and has more money than, I mean, anybody ever needs, right? And, and, you know, he said the most important thing to creating wealth, right? And he's going through and he, he, he did this whole like documentary series on, you know, how he would go through and make a million dollar, you know, build a million dollar business, right? And he gives a lot of really, really sound advice, right? I, I don't, and I'm not a huge fan of Grant Cardone in some of the other areas, right? But when it comes to money, when it comes to creating wealth, when it comes to getting rich, right? And, and, and getting out of being broke, like he's in, insanely, insanely, uh, uh, knowledgeable and, and provides really good advice. And I remember I was listening to a clip by him one time and he said, listen, everybody out there is going and they're looking for the thing that's gonna go make them rich. They're gonna looking for the thing that's gonna make them not poor, right? Whether that's, oh, what's the stock I can buy, right? With my hundred extra dollars, right? Like what, right? What's the, you know, the job I'm gonna be able to get that's gonna pay me an extra $10,000 a month or, you know, more $10,000 a month. What's the thing, right? And he goes, everybody's looking for the tactic. Everybody's looking for the thing that's gonna make them rich. And he goes, if there was a thing that actually made you rich, if there was a thing that anybody could just go and apply and do and it would instantaneously make them rich, do you think you, know, you might know about it by now? You think everybody might be doing that? It's like, yeah, he said, you're focusing on the wrong thing. The very, very first thing that you must do if you wanna, if you wanna get out of being poor, if you wanna get out of being broke, if you, wanna, if you wanna actually go and change your life, is you must make a decision that you have had enough and that you are absolutely 100% committed to go getting wealthy, or at least go getting out of being broke. And that sounds so trivial, that sounds so simple, but as I look back at my life, guess what? There's that saying in life, you get what you tolerate. And you know what? 
when I was graduating high school and in my early days, I tolerated being poor. I tolerated it, right? And I wasn't super, super driven at the beginning, right? But one day I woke up and I had enough. And I was like, that's it. That's it. I'm not gonna do anything else. I'm not gonna go to the movies with my friends. I'm not gonna go hang out. I'm not gonna go spend my money playing laser tag, right? I'm not gonna go oh, and, and, and buy nicer cars. I'm not gonna go out to eat. I'm going to work and I'm going to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to get out of being poor because being broke sucks, right? It does, right? It's hard to get wealthy. It's hard to be poor, pick your hard, right? And so I made this commitment. I, I woke up one day and I was like, that's it. And you know what? For the next eight or nine months of my life, and you can go and talk to my friends about this. They'll validate this, right? They didn't see me. I didn't go to the movies. I didn't go hang out with them. I didn't party. I had no social life. All I did was work. All I did was I made this commitment. As I said, I've had enough. I'm going to save my money. I'm going to cut expenses. I'm going to increase my income. I am going to pay off my debt. I'm going to get to a point where I'm financially independent, where I have savings in the bank to where if I miss a day of work, right? It, my life isn't over to where I can call a week off and be okay, right? And that commitment, that, that actual commitment is, a, is an identity shift. It's that, that thing inside of you because guess what? Right now, your identity, your mindset, it has, has tolerated and figured out a way to stay poor, right? And because you're not, because you have not made that commitment, because you have not said enough is enough is enough, I, no more, no more exceptions, no more, oh, I can spend $50 here, no more, oh, I can go and take out this, no more, oh, I'm gonna go off work early, oh, no more, I, I'm gonna go play laser tag this just at one time, none of it, right? Until you make that decision that says, I am done, I'm in enough pain, that I, 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 will, I will stop everything else to make this a priority. Until you make money, until you make getting not broke your number one priority, your top priority, then you're, all, then you're gonna be poor, right? You're gonna be broke. You've gotta make that decision. And I understand if you're, you know, if you're married or, you know, like you gotta put your relationship first and you've gotta, you know, if you're religious as I am, right? You always wanna put God first. But after those things, right? After the most important things in life, you're, your number one priority with your actions, with your time must be, I will decide that I'm gonna go go wealthy. I'm gonna decide, maybe it's not even wealthy. Maybe it's just, I'm just gonna not be poor anymore. And that's a fine goal. You know, I think a lot of people, they go and they think, you know, when it comes to success, oh, what are your goals, right? Guys, my goal, my goal wasn't to go, oh, I'm gonna go become a millionaire. Oh, I'm gonna go become a billionaire. Oh, I'm gonna start this wildly successful business. That was not my goal. That was not my target at the beginning, right? And so I think a lot of people go and they think, oh, you know, I don't wanna start a business, therefore I'm never gonna be wealthy. Or hey, I don't know, I don't need a million dollars, right? It's like, okay, so don't make the million dollars your goal. You know what my goal was at the beginning? It wasn't any of those things. The only goal I had at the beginning was, I am sick and tired of being poor. I'm sick and tired of not having money. I'm sick and tired of stressing about it and looking at my bank account every single day and there being less than the day before. I'm sick and tired of waiting for a paycheck. I'm sick and tired of having nothing in my savings account. I just don't wanna be broke anymore. That was my only goal. How do I not be broke, right? That's it. Grant Cardone, I'm gonna go back to him. He said, you know, when he first started his journey of becoming wealthy, right? He said, I was making, I think he was $3,000 a month. It might've been 4,000. I think it was $3,000, right? Let's just say 3,000. He's like, I'm making $3,000 a month, right? He said, the most important number in my world at that point was not, how do I make a million dollars? Not how do I make $100,000? Not how do I get rich? Not how do I go start a business? Not how do I retire? None of that, right? He said, the most important thing for me is he's like, how do I go from $3,000 a month to $4,000 a month? That's it, right? I just got to increase my income by a thousand bucks a month. 
Because if I can do that, then I can do it again, and then again, and then again, and then again, and then again, right? But he goes, at the beginning, all you've gotta do is be like, all right, make that decision to say, I will figure this out, come hell or high water, right? Because what happens is that when you make that decision, then when it gets hard, because it will, right? Then when you don't feel like doing it, because you're not going to, then when you have a roadblock, because you're going to, then when you have a setback, because it will happen, it will, right? You're not gonna be like, okay, I give up. This sucks, I'm just gonna be poor forever. No, when you make a decision and you say, I will do this come hell or high water, I will do this no matter what, then when those things happen, you're like, all right, this is just a setback, get it out of the way, keep going, get it out of the way, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. That's what will make you wealthy. That is what will get, get you from not being broke, right? You gotta start with that decision. And don't get me wrong, we got two more steps here. We're gonna get very tactical, right, with this. But none of these other things matter, right? No tactic that I can give you, no amount of money that I could give you, no, whatever, it will not matter unless you first make the decision that says, I will no longer be poor. I will no longer be broke. And once you do that, once it shifts in your identity, it, it's amazing what you can accomplish. It is amazing what opportunities and doors open up when you are just ferociously focused on your goal. And that goal is not a million dollars. It's not a hundred grand. It's not what it is. How do I not be broke? That's it. For Grant Cardone, that's how do I go from $3,000 a month to $4,000 a month. For me, that was how do I have enough money in the bank to where I can take a week off, pay off all my debt, right? Pay off all my bills and have uh, a month worth of, you know, emergency savings and an, enough in my, you know, just pri primary, I always do two savings, my emergency savings and my normal savings, right? How do I have a month, month or two worth of savings in my emergency savings? Uh, and, and how do I have enough money in my thing to where I can take a week off work, right? And I have, you know, I can afford an emergency expense, right? That's it. That's all I wanted. And that's what I got, right? So step number one, if you're poor, if you're broke right now, if you're like, man, this sucks, make the decision, give it up, give up everything else, give up leisure. The only thing that I did, the only thing that I did when I made this decision was I went to work and I went to church and I went to Walmart. That is it. I didn't go out to eat. I didn't go out with friends. I didn't go to movies. I didn't, and nothing, none of it. Only those three places, okay? It will change your life. You've got to make that decision. It's a mental game first, right? So that's the first thing. Second, step number two, once you've now made that decision and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go, Josh. I've made this decision and I've actually committed to this. I'm, I'm going, what do I do next, right? Like, what's the next step? And a lot of people, you know, and, and I, and at the beginning, you, you know, you, you think, all right, well, hey, listen, let's just go increase income, right? Well, I want, I want to paint an analogy for you, whatever, right? Imagine that your goal, your decision was to, that you've made now is to fill a bucket with water, right? Like imagine that was your goal. Now I understand like we're talking about money, but hear me out here, okay? A lot of people are going to go and if you are like, I'm going to fill this bucket with water. That is my goal. That is my objective. I'm going to do whatever it takes to top this sucker off with water. That's what I want to do, right? I'm, visualize your savings account, your checkings account, whatever it is, your bank account, right? As, as a bucket of water. And your goal is to fill it with water, right? Fill it with cash. What do you do? Most people are like, all right, I'm going to go find a hose. I'm going to go find a stream, right? I'm going to fill this up with water. I'm going to take it back. There it is, right? But guess what? Chances are the reason that you're broke right now, chances are the reason you don't have any money right now is because that bucket of yours has some holes in it and maybe more than one, maybe some big ones, right? Maybe you got some debt, right? Maybe you've got, uh, you know, unnecessary expenses. You're spending money more than you're making it, right? You're, the, the bucket is losing water faster than you're able to put it in, Okay. You're gonna have a really, really hard time going and increasing your income. You're gonna have a really hard time going and not being broke if your bank account has a bunch of holes in it, okay? 
And so before you can do anything else, before you go and focus on increasing your income, before you focus on the activities and the tools that are going to go and allow you to increase your income, you've got to get rid of the holes, right? And so you've got to consolidate and, you know, consolidating debt. Like there's a, you know, a multitude of different ways to do that. But if you've got credit card debt, right? Imagine you've got credit card debt and you've got a car payment debt. You've got, you know, I don't know, all, whatever debt that you have or whatever, any place where your money is expending, you've got to get those holes as small as humanly possible. Now, some holes are unavoidable, right? Paying rent every month is an unavoidable hole. I get that, right? That's just going to have to be there. Paying your car payment every month is usually an unavoidable hole unless you own your car outright, right? Your health insurance payment, it's an unavoidable hole. So there are a couple of those that we want to get those down as small as possible. We're going to identify those, but everything else you got to consolidate and you've got to get down to one focus point. Like you got to get down to like, I got to make one payment a month. If that means putting all your credit cards on one and then, you know, find getting the lowest interest rate that you possibly can. If that's, you know, if you've got multiple car loans or debts, consolidate, you know, trade them in, consolidate it all into one. You've got to get your debt. You've got to get your, your expenses down to a, as low as possible and B into as few places as possible. If you've got seven different payments, 12 different payments of, of, of loans, whether that's credit cards or debt payments, student debt, whatever it is, if you've got that everywhere, you're gonna have problems, right? If you've got six or seven different ones, you're never gonna get caught up. And even though you may be able, you know, consolidating it may allow you to pay the same amount of money. Like it might not save you any money to keep it all in one place. Guess what? You've gotta know what your number is. Because if you've got six different numbers, if you've got eight different numbers, you're never going to get free. You're never, you're never going to be able to create the focus that you need to create. In my business right now, and this is with my business, right? I have a spreadsheet. I'm going to pull this up right here, okay? And obviously you can't see it, but on this spreadsheet, I know exactly what my expenses are every month for my business, for my life, everything, right? I know exactly how much debt I have, right? And, and, and debt in my case is, is a little bit different in the sense of what we have business, you know, investment, you know, stuff that we're, we're buying assets with it. And then also in my personal life, I have debt because I have a lease, right? And so debt in my case is a good thing, right? I believe in this type of debt, but like, I know exactly how much money I need every single month. I, it's one number, one number. I'm like every single month in my business, we have to hit that bare minimum. And if I hit that bare minimum every single month in my business, I know I'm okay, right? I know that everything's getting paid off. I know where it is, right? So in your personal life, right? You got to consolidate. And yeah, this is going to take some time. Yeah, this is going to be painful to look at. Yeah, this is going to suck. And you're going to be like, ah, I made some dumb decisions, man. Ah, I owe so much money. Ah, this sucks, right? It's going to suck. But until you face that, until you go out there and you're like, okay, this is the reality. And then you go and you get educated. You make some phone calls. See if you can go and, you know, consolidate stuff on credit cards. Maybe there's ways for you to be able to go and pay off certain debts with credit cards to move it all on a credit card. And that has a low interest rate. Maybe you can find a way to get your debt off of credit cards onto something with a lower interest rate. Maybe, you know, uh, there's ways you can go out and get a personal loan. Imagine going and getting a personal loan. You know, a lot of credit cards have 15, 18, 20% interest. It's insane, right? It's not a great idea to hold, hold loans on a credit card. So what if you could go find, I'm just giving you some tactical examples here. I don't know what's right for your situation. Maybe you can go to the bank and you can say, hey bank, I'd like to get a personal loan, right? And I'd like to get a personal loan and you could get that personal loan. I have no idea at 5% interest. I have no idea what they give you for 3% or 8%, whatever it is. Well, guess what? Even if it's 8% interest, if your credit card is 16% interest or 20% interest, guess what? You've literally saved thousands and thousands of dollars simply by going and getting an 8% loan versus in a 16%. So go to the bank, say, hey, I've consolidated all my debt. I know I owe, you know, 3,000 on this credit card. I have 10,000 in student, you know, loan debt. I've got, you know, whatever on a car payment. Cool. 
I want, I'd like to get a personal loan for $10,000, right? Or $15,000, whatever it is for the total. Then you pay off all your other debt. And now it's all consolidated into one place. Now you have one payment, one focus point, right? You're, you're, you're making the buckets holes smaller. You're stopping the leakage. You're building a, a solid bucket, right? To where you can store stuff in there and you're not going to lose it. That's step number two is you got to get laser focused on what your expenses are. And you have to understand what your expenses are, what your income is. You got to get organized, right? And that's what I did. The very first thing that I did once I made that decision, man, I got my computer. I opened up a spreadsheet, Google Sheets. It's 100% free, right? It doesn't have to cost you anything. And I went through, I opened up all my accounts and I would put out, you know, line items on it. I was like, all right, here's how much I pay a month for rent. Here's how much I pay a month for this. Here's how much money is in this bank account. Here's how much money I make every month. And I spreadsheeted out the entire thing. I got super, super organized. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, guess what? I could pay off this credit card and this credit card. And that would you know, like this one. Go. And I got organized with it. And I explored my options. And you know what? I went to the bank and I asked them questions. I literally got in the car and drove there. You could also call, Right going out and actually getting educated on what your options are. Most people don't even know what their options are. Most people are like, they're hopeless. And they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But they don't even know their options. They've never talked to the banker. They've never talked to a financial advisor. And by the way, I'm not talking about a financial advisor for investments, right? I, I, your traditional financial advisors pretty much suck when it comes to investing your money. Like if you're putting your money in the markets at a, oh, I'm gonna get a 5% interest. Like I, you don't do that, all right? That's not what we're talking about. I'm not talking about how to go create wealth through investing. Don't listen to a financial advisor. They're stupid, okay? They're dumb. But, or at least most of them are. I mean, you can find good ones, but most of them are suck. But when it comes to your options for consolidating debt, when it comes to your options for doing different things, see what the bank's willing to say. See what, you know, options are. Maybe there's some, a family member you can borrow some money from and, and, and write down a contract and pay them back, right? Negotiate with them. Don't take it at face value. If they offer you a 10% interest rate, ask for a five, right? See if you can negotiate it. But you've got to get your money in order. You've got to stop the bleeding. You've got to get that bucket and start patching it. And once you do that, now you have focus. Now you're like, okay, I have made the decision I'm going to go get rich. I made the decision I'm not going to be poor anymore, right? That's the goal. I'm not going to be broke anymore. Not going to be broke. I've made that decision. That's step one. Step two, pass that bucket. Pass that bank account. Consolidate the debt. Consolidate your expenses and go, okay, I got one focus point. This is where I'm going to go. This is what I'm focused on. I know exactly how much, how long it's going to take me to be able to get that out. Okay, that's step two. And then step three is now you've got to find ways to increase your income. And oh, by the way, you don't have to play by the rules of what everybody else tells you to do. Meaning, as a business owner, and I own a company, I've gotten people that work for me, right? And I pay them and, you know, we do stuff or whatever. The way that I'm able to operate, how I'm able to sell my time is going to be very different than how you're going to be able to sell it. Meaning, I have to be incredibly protective of it, right? Meaning, I don't have the ability, the luxury, really, it's a luxury that if you're broke right now, you have this luxury, right? I'm going to explain this in a second, to go out there and sell my time for free or to sell my time uh, you know, to, to get in front of influencers and make deals or make deals with people that have money that are non-scalable, right? I have to do things in a way that are scalable. I have a, a finite amount of time. I'm very, very busy. I've got a lot going on. So you know what? I can't go and do a $25,000 deal with an influencer uh, just because I can't go and spend my time flipping stuff on, you know, Uber and Craigslist or whatever, right? Because I my time is busy. It's, you know, tied up. So there's rules that I have to follow. There's responsibilities that I have to meet, Right? There's, there's, you know, obligations that I have to, to the rest of my team. I can't just go and, you know, do crazy deals with influencers uh, or, you know, crazy take risks on everything because I've got responsibilities or whatnot. But when you're broke, guess what? 
What do you have on your side? You've got time, okay? So there's essentially two currencies and there's more than this, but the two main ones are time and money, right? There's also leverage and relationships and all these other stuff or whatever, right? But at the very, 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 very beginning, if you're broke, your number one asset that you have versus somebody like me versus someone like Russell Brunson versus someone like a CEO of a company versus, you know, most people that are wealthy is you have time, right? So you can go out there and you can work late nights and early mornings. You can go out there and take risks. You can go out there and build relationships with people. You can go out there and get in front of people and go offer to go to, you know, a business owner and say, hey, listen, I will work for you for free, right? In exchange for if I do a good job, you know, on, on this project, right? And if I do a good job, give me a percentage of the profits, right? You're able to go, you know, you know do things for people and, and work out deals and negotiate things that someone like I couldn't because in order for me, I've got to pay employees, right? When I go and do a deal, when I first started in entrepreneurship, right? I could go out and make crazy deals with people because I was the one fulfilling it, right? I could do lower costs and, and put more time in or higher costs, put more time in, whatever it was, right? Because it was just me. And so when it's just you, you have the ability to get creative. You don't have to play by the rules that most people say. You don't have to play by the rules of working a nine to five. You don't have to play by the rules of what everybody else is saying. Your only objective is how do I increase my income? That's it. That's the requirement. How do I increase my income, right? And so you can get creative. So when I first got started, what did I do? I was like, hey, look, I work a job. I'm there at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm off at five o'clock at night. I've got a 30 minute commute each way, right? So what am I leaving? I'm leaving at 7.30 in the morning. I'm getting back home at 5.30 at night right? So I got from 5.30 at night till 7.30 in the morning to get creative and get work done. So what did I start doing? I knew my weekends were free. I knew my evenings were free. So I would go and I would go to Goodwill and I would go to Salvation Army and I would find things on there that were cheap. 50 cents, dollar, $20 massage chairs, things like that. Filing cabinets that were in good shape. I'd buy them for 20 bucks. I'd bring them home, clean them up, make them look really nice. And then I'd go list them on the Facebook marketplace. And you know what? I'd buy something for 20 bucks and sell it for 50. Now, you might be like, man, 30 bucks doesn't sound like a lot of money, but guess what? If I did that 10 times, I just made 300 bucks. And that's $300 I didn't have right beforehand. And so I got creative with it. And then once I got a little bit further down the road, I had a little bit of money. I was finally, finally able to go. And I was like, hey, listen, I, I know Uber's paying pretty good right now. I'd like to be able to Uber. So what did I do? Finally, after flipping stuff on Craigslist, working late at work, figuring out ways to increase my income, flipping stuff, you know, like uh, uh, with what I was doing, I finally had enough to, to be able to trade in my car and get a nice enough car that I could drive for Uber. Side note, you can't drive for Uber if you have a duct taped window, right? So I traded up my car, had a very, very similar monthly payment, was able to put down, you know, a little bit of money on the deposit. And I was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Then I started driving for Uber and I would drive for Uber every night. So it was like five days a week. My, my big monies obviously were Friday night and Saturday nights. I would go around. And by the way, I lived in Fort Wayne, and Fort Wayne, six or seven years ago, Indiana was a pretty, it wasn't a very big town, right? Like it was a city, but it's not like, it's not like I was living in New York or Chicago where Uber was everywhere. I would go and I would have to drive far, but I would go and I would increase my income. And some nights I'd do really good. I'd make a hundred bucks in a night. Some nights I'd make like 20 or 30, but I just saving the money, saving the money, stack it away, stack it away, stack it away, stack it away, right? 20 bucks here, 10 bucks here, 30 bucks there. And then I eventually got enough to where I was like, okay, cool. I've saved up 500 bucks or I've saved up a thousand bucks. Now I can go and I can invest into a skill set. And that's when I bought my first Instagram course, right? And I learned how to manage Instagram accounts. And I started charging people for Instagram to manage their Instagram accounts. 100 bucks a month, 250 bucks a month, $500 a month, right? I would go and I would find these clients online. I bought this course. It was a thousand bucks. I put it on a credit card. In fact, I had, at the time I bought the Instagram course, I think it was like $800 or something like that, that I uh, had in my bank account, right? 
And so I, it was a thousand dollar course. I put a thousand dollars on a credit card. I paid the $800 off. And then I drove for Uber that weekend and flipped stuff and made the extra 200 and paid the whole thing off. Right? So I was back down to zero, but now I could learn a skill. I was increasing my income slowly, but surely little by little. Right? And by doing that, it was 20 bucks here, 50 bucks there, hundred dollars there. Then it was a thousand bucks. And then it was $500 at a time. Right? And then it was a thousand dollars at a time. And slowly, but surely over the course of about, it took me about Honestly, about two years, right? To really, really get to a point, like I, about a year in, I, I, feel, I felt like I had gotten to the next kind of level of like, okay, you know, I, I have a little bit of money in the sense of I've got, you know, five or 600 bucks in the bank, in bank. If something went wrong, I'm not like completely broke, but I'm still pretty poor. But about two years in, right? I had figured this thing out and I was making several extra thousand dollars a month on the side. Now for me, I went and I turned that into a business. I went when I was making $2,000 a month, I think it was maybe 2,500. I quit my job and I was like, I'm going all in on this, right? But you don't have to, you can keep that up until you're at a point where you can either negotiate a better contract in your job or get a better job or go to school or start your own business or just work on continually to increase your income and investing that money, put it into crypto, put it in the stock market. Well, stock market, I like crypto, but I'm not a financial advisor go talk to someone that's actually smart, like actually someone that knows what they're doing with money, not your bank's local financial advisor who makes $45,000 a year and tells you to put your money in the stock market for 30 years. It's dumb, stupid advice. You'll be broke, okay? So don't do that. But find someone that actually knows what they're talking about and listen to them. But my point in saying that is, is that like your life is gonna suck if you're broke. It's gonna suck if you stay broke and it's gonna suck trying to get not, get not broke. I would rather choose the suck that allows me to actually have an outcome that I want at the end of it. And if you can do that, and by the way, one of the, the greatest opportunities right now and will be for a while is flipping stuff on Craigslist, flipping stuff on Facebook Marketplace, go to Goodwill, go to the Salvation Army, buy it for 50 cents, buy it for 10 bucks, buy it for 50 bucks, and then sell it for $10 or $50 or $100, whatever, right? Flip that stuff. Driving for Uber, driving for you know Instacart. If you've got a nice enough car, you can do these things, right? You can wash windows. You can... You know, go start a car wash. You can vacuum. You can mow lawns. There's a million different ways. Go get creative. If you're like, man, I'm in a city. I don't know how to mow lawns. I mean, if I'm in the country. I can't mow lawns. It's too far. Okay, fine. Get creative when living in the country. If you live in the city, get creative there. If you live in the winter, shovel snow. If you only live in, you know, where it's sunny, wash cars, right? Find ways to get creative. Your only objective is to say how much money, like how do I need to increase my income? What do I need to do, right? And when you do that, and just set a target, any target, doesn't matter. Just be like, okay, my goal, and, and don't make it insane. Don't be like, I'd like to increase my income by $10,000 a month. Okay, that's not, that's not reasonable. It's ridiculous, right? If you're making $3,000 a month right now, $2,000 a month right now, just be like, okay, how do I, how do I get $1,000 more a month? Right? How do I increase my income by $1,000 a month? And if you're spending more than you're making right now, the goal should be like, okay, cool. First thing I gotta do, well, first thing you gotta do is make that decision, right? That's, that's step number one. Step number two consolidate, get very clear on where it is. And let's say you're making $2,200 a month right now and your expenses are $2,300 a month or $2,500 a month, right? You're, you're making, or you're spending $300 more a month than you're making. Your only, your first objection should be to like, make more than I spend, right? How do I cut expenses and increase my income? You're not gonna get rich by cutting expenses, by the way. Now, you do need to at the beginning if you're spending too much, right? But the only way to get wealthy, the only way to not be broke is not to cut your expenses. It's not to spend less money. That's a great tactic at the beginning. You shouldn't be wasteful at the beginning, but the only way you're going to get rich long-term, the only way you're going to be successful long-term, the only way you're going to have excess money is if you increase your income. That's step number three. You've got to figure out a way to increase your income. If you do that, your life will be changed. And there's a million different ways to do this. And I say this from personal experience. I say this because I've been there. I've say this because I've been not able to get a credit card, right? 
The only credit card I had was like one of those things that they give like to college students where you put like $250 of collateral down, right? And they give you a $250 credit limit. So they take the collateral knowing that if you don't pay it back, they have their money, right? So like that's the only form of credit card that I could get, okay, at the beginning. And that's where it started. And it sucks and it takes work. And by the way, there's no shame in it. In fact, the amount of respect that I will have for you, if you care about my respect, but most successful people that I know, the amount of respect that you will earn from them, from me, is, hey, if you are broke and you own it and you're like, hey, I'm broke right now and I've made a decision that I'm gonna not be broke anymore and I am on my journey, I am on my path to not being broke, I respect that. Because I've been there. I know how much it sucks. I know what it's like to have unexpected medical bills and unexpected you know, car breaking down and unexpected all these different things. I know what it's like to be poor. It's not fun. And so when you make that commitment to say, I'm gonna change my life for the better, I'm gonna go out there and create wealth, I'm gonna go out and provide a, provide a better life for myself so I can provide a better life for my family, so I can provide a better life for my community, so I can make a positive impact in the world, I respect that. And I don't care how much you're making. I don't care where you are. I respect that hustle. I respect that grind. Because I've been there and I know what it's like. All right? So hopefully this helped. Let's recap one time. Number one, you've got to make that decision. I am done being broke. I'm done with it. And you have to identify, you have to get in enough pain. If, you're, if you are broke and you're still out buying video games or going to the movies or buying alcohol, going to the bars, whatever, you're not in enough pain. You're just not. You're not in enough pain of wanting to change. Put yourself in enough pain so that you change so that you make that decision. Number two, consolidate the debt. Get clear on what your expenses are. Patch that bucket. Stop letting those holes, you know, drain you. Got to get clear on what that is. Get organized in your money. And then number three, increase that income. You got to increase your income. Figure out a way. I don't care if you, you're making a hundred extra dollars a month at the beginning. Just start figuring out a way to increase that income. Figure out how to get to an extra 500 a month, an extra thousand a month, an extra 2000 a month, and then continue to scale from there. It'll change your life. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you. As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. Also, if you'd like a free sales guide, it's 100% completely for free. It's sold over three and a half million, almost four, I think it's over four million now, uh, worth of sales for myself and my clients. Maybe this can help you when you're negotiating deals, you're trying to increase your income. There'll be a link down below that you can click. It's 100% completely for free. It's my ultimate sales framework. It's how to sell basically anything to anyone uh, and make selling super, super easy. So uh, click that down below or go to salesandmindset.com slash free sales guide. That's salesandmindset.com slash free sales guide. Hopefully this helps. You got this. I believe in you. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Don't be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Monkey.